0: Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition.
1: what is up christina how's it going i forgot i did not post this in the chat hold on some people hold on one sec some people whoops all right now we are fine everyone has been notified that we are live i forgot about that hey everyone welcome to the executive Corrupt upgrades podcast with your host Tim, and the beautiful Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we help those with all things career, right? Whether they're trying to accelerate their career, maybe land a new position, start one out successfully, or maybe on those, some of those very important leadership principles, which you will need to master if you hope to ascend to these higher levels. And we share that content with you every single week. Every single week we go live inside our Facebook group, the Executive Career Network, Over 10, 11,000 people. Hey, if you're watching the ECN right now, say hi in the comments. We are watching the comments for our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube as well. And of course, you may be listening to this later on iTunes or Spotify or basically everywhere on the internet. If you are listening, do us a favor. Leave us a review over on iTunes or Spotify or share this with a friend. There are so many people dealing with this situation right now, so I'm glad me and Christina have the the, the time to cover this for you because we just got some great tips. Christina, before we get started, I got three more things, and then if you have anything before we get started. But the first, hey, we have some exciting news. My new book is going to be available probably early next week, and I'm super excited. Guys, we have this at a discounted rate. I believe it's like 5 bucks for the first 100 people that buy it. But if you want to take a deep dive into a lot of things that I know around career, how to get the new job, why it's important, the exact strategies you need to do, hey, I'll drop it on the podcast, the link next week. But I'm super excited to share this information with you. The next thing is we have many resources that we want to give you. And the good news is, hey, we are updating our website, execupgrades.com, with a tremendous amount of free resources. So maybe you need, you know, uh, free and paid resources. So whether you need resume templates, help on an interview, handling objections, whatever, we're updating our website to provide you with some more information to help you in your career. So I'm very excited about that. The, the last thing is, of course, if you ever need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com/podcast backslash and schedule a call with our team. Christina, anything you want to go over before we get started today?
0: No, my book will be trailing right behind Tim's. Tim's book is all about the discipline and the ins and outs of the job search. And again, why is that important? We've been talking a lot to speak about purpose. Okay, how do you discover your purpose? And much of that is done through your life's work and the character that you're looking to build within yourself. So um, Tim is going to uncover a lot of that in his book. Yes, sir. Do you have something to add to that?
1: Yeah, let's definitely talk about that. Guys, before we get into our topic today, just so everyone knows, if you're not, you know, if you didn't see see the title, right, we're talking about navigating career transitions. But before we want to do that, we want to I want to share a couple things with them on hey, we're always absorbing information. How can you possibly get better without two things new information or taking action on what you already know? It's pretty much impossible. But what's really strange is so many people struggle with purpose all the time. Like, Christina, what, like, what am I meant to do? What is Tim Madden meant to do later? Right? Do we, do we continue growing our companies? Do we do something? Like, what is our purpose? Right? What are other people's purpose? You've been in marketing for 20 years and now, or tech or whatever. Like, what's your purpose? And we finally figured out, hey, we're here to share it with you the first time ever to tell you what your purpose is. Are you ready, everybody? What is your purpose? I I learned it, man, finally. Your purpose is to become the best version of yourself. Probably one of the most hardest things you'll ever do in your life, but that is your purpose. Your purpose is to live up to the person that you know you can be. Now, maybe we do a little exercise for a minute and say, what does that person look like, man? Is he in shape? Is he big? Is he small? How much money does he have? she have? Does she contribute to her community? Does she pour into other people at work? What kind of a person do you want to be? Most people don't know that's the problem. So why don't you just say, Hey, I need to be the best version of myself. What does that look like for you? Because that's a different... You know, that's a different thing for everybody, right? Anything you want to add here, Christina?
0: In, induce all the fear and panic here, Tim. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, this vision that you have for yourself, right? And this idea of this best version that you have. I think people tend to not relentlessly go after that because we know how big of a commitment that is and we know what a big project that is or we think that it's impossible um but i like to divide my daily tasks up into a quadrant right it's like how am i how am i taking care of my health how am i contributing to my family how am i contributing to the world even if just for that day it means like be kind um and then i go from there so as far as carpus goes and it, we were talking about this just the other night You just said everything I said. So thank you for covering that. But if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with purpose, you have to take it back to the drawing board of creating a person that you truly admire and then planned to give that away to the world. And for, for everyone that looks a little bit different, for some of you, it's you've decided to pivot out of your career and step into your role at home. And you want to be fully committed to parenting your children and growing your family and you know the impact on your community that, that that will have and so this is not just black and white for many of you for many of you it will be on how much influence and impact you have on corporate america and teams and people and development of people around you right but you sort of have to fearlessly give yourself permission to explore these different areas of your life right The more you build this person and add to this person that you know you can be, what begins to happen is areas of opportunity begin to open up because you're not ignoring everything in your life, right? You talk to people who have quote unquote made it and they're wealthy and whatever, and you're going to hear them talk to us, not about money, right? It's about having the network and the relationships and the body that you want and um, the impact that you want. You can't ignore any facet of this in order to begin to tap into your purpose. Um, we obviously should do a whole uh, podcast episode about this. Yeah. You really you really can have it all. What if I told you guys that? It's like-, right, a, right, like-
1: But I'll tell you what your biggest problem is. You, did anyone know what it is? The one thing, man, the one problem in there is you. That's kind of funny how life is, right? Like you're the problem and the solution, if you choose to be. Food for thought. Let's get started with today's topic, Christina. (laughs) All right, hey, navigating career, career transition, proven strategies for executives. What this prompted was someone asking me, no one's hiring in my niche, my niche. Hey, I'm really niche, right? What do I do? No one's hiring. No one is hiring, so I don't know what to do.
0: And before we do kick this off, you guys know in the beginning of most of these um, podcast episodes, I preface the topic with mindset, right? And mindset is what's going to get you in trouble here with having racing thoughts of my niche isn't hiring and I'm too old and I'm too young and whatever, or Maybe you let yourself down on, on discovering some of your purpose. And so you're already in this ugly place to begin with. So if you're going through a career transition back to the episode title, navigating transitions, just like any transition in life, it's how you think about it, that's going to either open opportunities or your opportunities will appear to be capped. This is how we start to discover our self-limiting beliefs. So if your thought is I'm going through a job transition or I'm unemployed or I let go, I got let go. I work with our clients every week on this. You would think working, right? I'm just going to say it. But directors, VPs, and executives, you would think in your mind when someone is so achieved on paper paper, that they're not struggling with these thoughts. It doesn't even make any sense, right? But it's just how we work. That's the We're like indoctrinated to believe these things, these, these limiting thoughts because we have to blame something other than ourselves. So every week we're looking at our thoughts of... How, when you think about being in a job search what is your thought well i'm unworthy i failed i'm not good enough i gave up and if you're not brave enough to look at those thoughts you're spitting out things like no one's hiring in my niche i'm too knit um too old too young too black too white whatever okay so we have to slow down and think okay what landed us here in that chaotic thought pattern and start to plug in some new thoughts okay how do we get excited about the the career transition? And maybe you can't jump to excitement yet, but you can at least get yourself to a place of neutrality of like, okay, I can be excited that I'm coming up on a transition. I can get excited and open to the possibility that my niche is like full of opportunity just waiting for me. And I'm blessed to be in a niche and understand how I can impact this niche. Watch your thoughts here as we go through some of the ways to navigate this, because you're you, that is going to be what stops you from being able to implement anything that we're talking about is your belief about the transition itself.
1: Yeah, and everyone thinks they're the only person. they're they're the only person feeling this way. Say like you 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 know that you have to make a transition for whatever reason, right? A lot of people think like it's just happened to them or why do I think this way about myself sometimes? Let me be the first person to tell you. I don't know if you ever scoured the internet over highly successful people and follow any of them, but I will tell you a lot of them have days where they are not feeling well. So the first tip I have for you is you get what you put your attention on, which is what Christina's kind of talking about, right? What are you putting your attention on? Are we a putting it on all the bad stuff, all the reasons it's not going to happen. What do you think we're going to get thinking about that every single day? Probably more of the same. Right? So remember, you get what you put your attention on. If you think it's never going to be possible, no one's going to help you, etc. You're absolutely right. With that attitude, who would want to hire you at a senior level for anyone?
0: Probably nobody. And for some people, so Tim just said, hey, you're not alone in thinking this way. For some people... It's very healthy to take that thought and plug that in. So when your brain goes, my niche isn't hiring. I'm so scared. I'm unworthy. I failed. Oh my God. I'm so stressed out. Plug in, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. And that alone will change your, your frequency. It will change the way you see the world because the world is as you see it. Okay. <laughs> so if your world and your brain is telling you one thing, understand that is go- That is going to be your full on experience in the job search. So nothing is more important than changing this. Hey, I'm not alone. Hey, I'm not alone. Everybody, I am not alone in this. I am committed to getting curious about how I think about this transition. I am committed to thinking bigger. I am committed to discovering my purpose like we talked about. I'm committed. I'm committed. Just a decision on this before you dive into it. We're going to go into some things. We're diving in now. But understand you cannot dive into it with this much limiting uh, information in your mind or you will get nowhere.
1: As you embark on anything new, what is the first step, right? Anytime you do something new, we have to, of course, self-reflect on our experiences that led us to this moment right here. And then we need to just start to develop some goals. As you notice, it always goes back to goals. So what is your goal now? Are you moving from marketing to sales to ops, from fintech to SaaS? Like what is your goal? I'm,
0: it's fun, I'm- a lot of fun here. Freaking targets and goals are fun. If you're already daunted at the idea of setting goals, we're in trouble. How can we get excited about new targets?
1: Yes. So when we talk about goal setting, you need to start thinking about this. And if you don't know what the goal is, that's number two. Okay. But we gotta start thinking, hey, I need to make a transition. I'm trying to figure it out here's my skills, my strengths, my values, what I stand for, some of my long-term goals, what motivates me, what am I passionate about? This self-reflection initially will help kind of align where, where do I potentially see myself going? If you have no idea, like lots of the people that work with us, some people come to us with 20, 30 years experience saying, hey, I don't know what I wanna do next, that's okay. I just had a conversation with someone yesterday who's in one of our programs, who said, hey, Tim, I am a sales leader who's been very successful, but I don't like my market anymore. I want to do something else. I know there's lots of potential, but I don't know where to start. And I was like, hey, why don't we connect you with three other sales professionals in different markets who got hired this year to get their perspective on how Microsoft does it, how a large-scale construction company does it, how a financial services company Right. So, so basically, my point is tip number two is research and exploration. Right. Who do I maybe need to connect with who's in an industry that I may be interested in? How can I gain more of a deeper understanding of the market trends, the challenges, and the opportunities in that market as I'm networking with professionals? Because here's the good news if you're watching this, especially on LinkedIn, You have everyone in every single industry. And don't tell me you've been in in corporate America for 30 years and don't know someone who works in construction, software, IT, cyber, sales, all of these different domains. You absolutely do. You know more people than you think you do. And if you're still not sure, you can purchase LinkedIn Sales Navigator. You get two months for free. You can easily log in there and say, who is everyone that I'm connected to? In sales, who's a VP. Then you can even search by industry. So you can actually search, if you want, who you're already connected to on LinkedIn in those roles. If I'm going somewhere I've never been before, how are you ever going to get there? Maybe the first step would be a conversation with someone who's already there.
0: And I really want to commend that person, too, for putting like happiness and alignment before going full force ahead into just the comfort zone, right? So you notice the person said, hey, look, I don't, I don't want to, I, well, I'm sorry, but I forget what market you said, if you even said it. But when you're going through a transition, guys, let's not forget that happiness begins to deteriorate if you're not in alignment with the mission, if you're not in alignment with the role, the organization, and, you know, the job itself. And some people are so quick to want to stick with what they're comfortable at because those limited beliefs. So during this self-reflection part and this like exploration part, you're given an opportunity to make a decision on what you're actually going to pursue. And it really, really does need to be based on um, what your life, right, design. Okay, so fulfillment, uh, values, all those things Tim is talking about. For those of you, again, who have no idea what you're targeting, I, I recommend that you look at this like an investor, right? So you want to pick an industry, not a job. Pick an industry that, has an ROI, and build your excitement and alignment and design from there.
1: But, but furthermore, too, hey, I don't know what happened in like 2023, but I'm seeing each year for some reason that people are less and less excited to actually learn new things, and I don't know why. Guys, that's no one who's successful. People me and Christina follow, right? They're already wildly successful they have everything you can potentially think of and you would be surprised you know for one instance grant cardone who already owns four billion dollars or five billion dollars of real estate he still goes live on social media every day saying you aren't going to believe this i just found out something new and he's super excited to do that so i would ask you are you excited to learn and if not why because remember that's your number one purpose in life, right? To increase your capital to all things. Career, life, relationships, community, maybe faith, right? So number one, two, when you're starting to think about it, get excited. Be excited to learn new things because remember, you get what you put your attention on. So if you want to sit and say, oh, my niche is whatever, no one's going to hire me. Oh my God, there's no way I could make it to another market. And I don't want to learn something new.
0: For anyone listening that has access to our comments on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, tell me what you, good afternoon, Michael, good afternoon to everybody who said good afternoon and hello listening. What do you think the reason is that people are not as excited now about learning new things? Now, I'm fascinated to see this decline as well. I'm like, what is going on? Makes me feel really, really smart. I'll tell you guys. That. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, snap. That I mean, it could be cursing. I'm like I am learning something new like every minute, you know that I can. So I want to I want to know like what you guys think is the drop off? Is it the is it the narrative and the news? Is it just people are getting depressed, scared? What is it? Because we cannot live in that in that place and expect to be able to to do anything that you guys hear on this podcast. That's what we're so deeply concerned about is the way people are thinking that's holding them back from doing what they want that's what we're seeing so if you would drop it in the comments until I can't I can't see all the comments from here but
1: we got too many rejections
0: too many rejections from looking for a job well listen that that plays right into this topic and most of our topics that we talk about here is how we think about what we think rejection even means What they are we might be talking about all of those emails that you get sorry but no thanks sorry we moved on sorry we went with a different candidate whatever we have to get to a place where we are so certain that that has nothing to do with the value that we bring and i know that's very very difficult very very difficult but we know that these decision makers or hr recruiters whomever it is that you're working with are moving so quickly that you're likely playing a numbers game. And in a numbers game of any kind, whether it's Russian roulette or your career search, you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of no's in sales. You're going to get a lot of no's when you're embarking on a new journey like I've been doing real estate. It's no click, no click. And I'm just like made a claim this is what's happening, period. So I'm okay with that. So what are the rejections and how are we thinking about them? That's your only way to become disconnected from the discouragement that comes along with that. And we have to understand that not everything that happens has anything to do with our value. Then, once you can get your mind around that, you can implement strategies that lead to less rejections, like developing a strong network with people that actually can hire you and make decisions, which is our next portion of this uh, podcast, your network.
1: A couple more things. Maybe So, hey, we don't talk too much about faith on this podcast, but I want to go here for just a second, right? Is most of the time, if you haven't seen the video that said, I I was asking for strength, right? So God brought me, you know, a bunch of problems, right? To make me build that strength, right? So maybe that's what you're going through. Because think about this. This isn't easy. You are going after, if you're in a job search right now, getting some rejections, what you're doing is not easy. You're going after everyone else who potentially has the same background as you, has the same education, has the same accomplishments. Right. So how are you going to set yourself apart? So if you got a rejection, right, what can you learn from that? How can we get better at interviewing? How can we get better into diving into their problems? How can we get better at communicating, at truly understanding, at being present during these calls, right? What I would tell you that, remember, if you haven't heard me say this before, you should not get every job you go on. Does that make sense? If you did, you're likely targeting too low, right, as well. So rejection is a part of the process, right? How many people How many people met their wife when they were 16 years old, never dated anybody else, never got dumped by a person, never had to break up with someone in their entire life? That's like less than 1% of people. Fear of failure?
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's enough to stop you dead in your tracks. Information fatigue?
1: A lot as well. Information fatigue? There's so much information online. Absolutely. Do do you know what's crazy, too, for the people saying that? Back early when we were young, guess what? There was no Internet. There was no access to information. That's kind of strange, right? Imagine 30 years ago having access to the information that we have now. Holy smokes. So how are you even perceiving that? Are we perceiving information as a bad thing and it's so overwhelming when we forget, just not too long ago, we didn't even have access to it to even think about that.
0: I, I Anyone thinking that, I really challenge you to flip that to I have an abundance of information, which then leads me to almost an impossible chance of failure because there's so much information. However, for those of you who are feeling like you're fatigued, my guess would be that you're just opening your phone and you're scrolling and you're getting lost in a lot of hours of information that are not serving you. So you have to figure out where are your sources of information? What information are you after? And then begin to manage your time around that, okay? And then the quality of content and information that you are consuming. So hopefully you all are building a great algorithm onto your social media. Uh, The other one, too,
1: I wanted to cover is he's talking about recruiters and hiring managers only looking for that niche person. Scott, absolutely. I completely agree with you. As a recruiter or HR, they have a set specific stuff. And if you don't fit in this box, they likely will not talk with you. That's why we know that in 2023, to get a job at a high level, you have to network and collaborate or get a hold of people that can actually hire you whoever, I know we say the decision maker or hiring manager or whatever, because the hire, no one's under, can we all agree that no one's going to understand more what they need than an actual hiring manager? I was a recruiter for a long time. I didn't know everything about technology when I was recruiting it. I didn't know anything about sales. So recruiters in HR have a very difficult job of trying to vet people when most of the time that is not their jam. You know what I mean? That is not their domain. That is not their experience. They have not been a seasoned sales leader at a Fortune 500 company.
0: Which is why I say being very careful with how you think about rejections from HR recruiters and mid-level management. You guys know a lot about those roles. Tim just said it, right? They're moving fast. They don't know a lot about what what is actually needed. And it's and not a checklist.
1: Yeah. And if you don't have everything on the checklist, they're probably not going to talk with you which is why we have to get in front of those people with those current needs. That's a whole different conversation, though. Let's, let's move along with transitioning. So we got, hey, you need to self-reflect. You need to initially set a goal. Okay. It can be vague to start. Hey, I'm transitioning markets, and my current goal is to design them, okay? It's to design what market I'm going into. That is my first goal, Christina. I know I want to make a move, but I'm not sure what market. Hey, that's an okay goal to first have. It's not as clear as it, you know, I'd like it to be, but that's a good first step. Okay? Next is research and exploration. Maybe we have to reach out to people we know in these markets. Maybe we need to reach out to people that we don't know. But I do know most people online are open to sharing their perspective. Meaning, hey, Christina, um, I know you've had a successful sales career. I'm thinking about transitioning to sales. I've been in marketing for a long time, but hey, would you be open to sharing your experiences doing this at IBM? Most people will say sure, okay? Most people will say sure if you approach it the right way, which is the next thing. Hey, you gotta have a network. Consistent weekly reminder, you have to have a network. You have to continually build a network. How can you get somewhere you haven't been without a team helping you? right? So we have to leverage our existing network and proactively reach out to individuals currently in those markets who can offer guidance, right? And we do that in a variety of ways. Check last week's podcast because I went into it in detail. But you need to have mentors and guidance throughout your career.
0: So for those of you feeling like you're on information overload or even in your head about reaching out to people, just remember this would be like the ideal information to go after, right? So instead of Googling and researching and falling into all these different videos and getting on overload, like, oh my God, no, focus on one thing, one person. So you could reach out to somebody and say, hey, Sansa, I'm on a really similar journey and I see that you've achieved X, Y, Z. How would you do it?" Like, you guys got to understand that this is how relationships are built. They're built from, you know, curiosity. They're built from being bold. It's That's where it starts. That's where some of my best relationships started.
1: But with that being said, are you currently positioning yourself in the best way possible so that Christina wants to have a conversation with? me? How do you look online? How do you look on LinkedIn? Do you have a blank profile? You got no banner? You got no accomplishments? You got maybe looking like a scam or something? I don't know. Christina, are you going to talk to me then? I got no picture, no data on my profile. Like, so
0: next next on my topics here is make sure you have your brand dialed in. Don't let this scare you so much that you have to think that you have to have this perfect before you start doing outreach. Don't get too so freaked out that you don't do anything. Make sure you have, even if you don't do what we're about to tell you, which is updating your brand like right away, just make sure you have a decent looking picture. You have up to date work experience on there and that you can be you know proud of what's on your LinkedIn profile when you do some outreach. Again, no perfection. There is a broad spectrum of like what this can look like, which is very poor. And then like out of this world, up to date with like cutting edge LinkedIn, you know, strategy. So, but this is how relationships are started. This is how you start to get good information and bring value to your conversations.
1: Continual learning. Start to love learning. Keep an open mind. Be willing to learn new stuff, new experiences, new markets, be proactive in seeking feedback from these professionals. Hey, Christina, based on my experience, based on this, based on this, based on what you shared with me, do you think that I may be able to be successful in this market? Probably a good question, right? Stay updated on the industry trends and changes. And don't, you- freak
0: don't freak out when they say no. Actually, I don't think you will <laughs> I giggle, I giggle, but don't freak out. You have to learn how to take feedback, right? For what it is, take what you need from it and move on. So not all of these conversations are going to be perfect. If somebody doesn't respond, it doesn't mean that they're ignoring you, so on and so forth. Be very careful about what you get in your head about this networking and branding piece.
1: And hey, career transitions are very challenging. Whether you're going after another market like a career pivot or staying in your current one and setbacks are common right? That's what happens. I think people set Christina unrealistic expectations. Like they they think I'm just going to convert every interview, talk to everyone, and everything's going to go seamlessly. Does that happen at your work? Did that happen at your last job? You just rolled out a new plan and everything went according to plan. Everyone did what they were supposed to. You stayed under budget, above the timeline. Does that frequently happen? Typically not, right? So know that setbacks are common, but it's easier if you already, right? Like already know it's going to be difficult. Hopefully some of you are already priming yourself and setting realistic standards, right? Like if you commit to a, a workout program, hey, can we agree that most days you're probably not going to feel like it? Most days you're not going to want to work on your job search. Most days or from time to time, you're probably going to deal with some rejection. If you set it early on and know that, hey, this is just a part of the process, I can detach from the situation a little bit and not t- take everything so freaking personally, right? Which most people do.
0: What did we here last night? So, uh, so heard somebody say, unsuccessful people under the no, unsuccessful people don't take action because circumstances. Are not ideal.
1: Oh, yes. I remember this one. This was so good.
0: But the most successful people always take action because they understand that circumstances are never ideal.
1: Mm, Say that one more time. Repeat that for me, please. Please, please.
0: Unsuccessful people don't take action because circumstances are not ideal. And successful people always take action because they know that circumstances are never ideal what that means is that if you're sitting there waiting for everything to go perfectly and you want the job search to go perfectly, and then if it's not going perfectly, you collapse, you have to already go into it knowing that the circumstances within the job search are already going to be less than ideal and you're taking action anyways, right? This, this example, I'll just go ahead and tell you guys, like if you've been considering doing this program, some of you might have even talked to our team before, and you're like, well, you know, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. You know, uh, I'm kind of scared to leave the current job. I'm asking mm-hmm. just to wait it out. Or I don't think anybody's hiring. You you would be sounding like somebody who is waiting for perfect circumstances to pull the trigger and do something amazing, right? Whereas somebody who's very successful knows that you can feel all of those things and be experiencing all of those things and still take action. So... It's what voice is being louder? Is it the voice that's supporting the five, ten reasons why you don't do something in your life? Or can, or is the one reason why you should loud enough to quiet all of that other chaos?
1: I'm glad you said that because I want to give you a, a situation, everyone. And we'll wrap up with this after I go through the points. But, you know, I was with at a friend's house a couple years ago. And her father was there, and her father's this big investment guy from Morgan Stanley. Just uh, well, extremely successful. Like, this guy's had so much success, it's ridiculous, right? And I'm sitting there. I was headhunting at the time, right? Some of you know, I used to. we used to have a headhunting company. And he said, hey, my friend who owns a successful business has been looking for these types of people, and I think you can help him. By the way, this is 7 o'clock on a Saturday. He was like, I'm going to call him right now. And I was like, we don't have to call him. It's Saturday at 7, right? Like, we're hanging out. He's like, no, 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 no. He picks up the phone. He calls him. Hey, hey, I got a guy here that I want you to talk to. Call me back. You know what he did next? He called him again. You know what he did after that? He called him again. He called this guy three times in a row Saturday at 7. And then he was like, hey, 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 yeah, yeah, you need to talk to this guy. Circumstances never ideal. He wants to like help his friend, right? So see the type of unrealistic kind of thinking there from successful people. They're like, no, he needs help. I don't care what time it is. You need to talk to this guy. So then I talked to him for like 30 minutes and we, you know, helped him out. But I was just like, wow, we don't have to be that much. And he was like, he acted like it was just another day. Like, no, I know this guy needs help. So he understood the situation. Oh yeah, let's, Let's make sure it's the perfect time. Let's meet next Thursday, right after lunch at 1 o'clock, right? How can you take time out of the equation? Successful people know, as Christina mentioned, that nothing is ever ideal. It's never the right time. But let's talk about when it is the right time. When's the best time to stop doing things that you know is bad for you? Yesterday. When's the best time to start on a diet so you feel better about yourself? Yesterday. What about fitness yesterday? What about the job you knew, you know, you wanted three years ago? When's the best time to start looking for that one? Probably three years ago.
0: And I think this is how, this is when life starts to get really exciting. In my experience is when, you know, you're not being as rigid, right? You're not, there's, there's less rigidity and more room for thinking bigger. I can tell you guys just from doing like some real estate in the last few weeks, these guys are on the phone all the time and it's fun and it's exciting and there's no boundaries. That market never sleeps, right? And have fun with this. I'm not saying you have to always be on the phone at seven o'clock at night, but what if it was fun? (laughs) Like you don't have to close yourself into a box so tight that there's no room for joy and fun in this process.
1: Recap, transitions are difficult, whether you're doing a pivot or you're just going after another high-level job in corporate America. I know I'm telling you stuff you already know. Set clear expectations, right? Self-reflect and get that initial goal. What is that initial goal for you? Conduct some research and exploration, potentially into different markets. Network and collaborate with other people that you know and don't know. Develop new skills or new lingo. I see so many people get helding back. Well, I'm going to Bacon and they have all this terminology that I've never learned before. Well, learn the lingo of the market. Seek mentorship and guidance. Update our personal brands. Embrace continuous learning. Start to love to learn and stay resilient and adaptable. Now, most of the time, this is where most people struggle. Right? Like, how do I get to a new market? These are all of the ways you have to learn about the market, network and collaborate, get with people in that market, right? But if all you did today was made a claim, made a goal that I am going to do something, make a commitment to yourself, that would be a huge win for Tim and Christina for you. So today, if you've been considering a search, you're in a search, you're not sure what to do, what is your ultimate goal? And try to get as specific as possible. Now, how can we think about that goal continually so each day we're making progress on it? Christina, any closing comments?
0: No, that's it. We covered a lot. We covered a lot. And, and you're probably wondering, again, like why Tim and Christina are talking so much about purpose and mindset when we're talking about career transition. It's because we've learned over the last decade you have to have all of this other stuff figured out before you tackle the career transition and, and be successful. So looking forward to talking to some of you guys. And if we have talked to you and you're on the fence, if we didn't call you out today. I don't know what we'll call you out. So looking forward to hearing from you guys and, and have a great day. Great, uh, let's see, I, we won't talk to you until after 4th of July. So have an amazing holiday and we love you guys.
1: Have a great day, everyone. If you feel you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Until next week, have a great day, everyone. <laughs>